coming up in this week's episode. What does their stew look like? You know, is their stew going to be watery? Are they going to have the same amount of potato, yeah. potato to meat ratio? Student Shows, the podcast for students by students. I'm your host Holly and today we're going to chat about Irish traditions. In this episode I'm joined by Moya Sweeney, a final year music student and a member of the McGee Campus Irish Traditional Music Society. Moya, would you like to tell everyone a bit about yourself? Yeah, so uh, my name is Moya and as Holly was saying I'm a final year music student. Um, I'm originally from Trone but living in Derry at the moment and yeah, I'm 21 and I'm an Irish traditional musician mostly um, and then I'm just doing my music degree so just try my best just life's full of music just flat out doing music things as much as I can do at the moment anyway but yeah that's a bit about me anyway. Uh, when did you start you know practicing music playing music? Yeah um, I was probably around eight years old when I started going to actual mm-hmm. music classes but always had music in the house my dad plays the guitar and my granda was in show bands and things so it was always music happening and like there's videos of me when I'm really, really young, probably like two or three, and there's Van Morrison Beatles records in the background and I'm just crawling about. And I think it definitely, it ingrained something because even my sisters think that like, you're such a granda, you just listen to old stuff now. And I'm like, well, yes, I think that's genuinely because my dad brought me up that way. But um, yeah, so I kind of just started taking lessons from about eight years old and then kind of never looked back then. It's kind of still in your veins now. It's <laughs> in your blood. <laughs> I know, there's no escaping it. <laughs> well, let's learn a bit more about you by playing the two trips on my game. So if you have yours there, go on ahead and let me hear them. Grant, so the three ones I have. Uh, first one is my accordion tutor turned with Ed Sheeran. First one. Second one is I play seven instruments. And the last one is I play five instruments. So, oh. just throw the last one there, throw you off of it. I know the last two. Um, I think it's well, I think it's the last one. The last one's the lie. Uh huh. Oh, you're so good. That's what is it is. So much one? practice doing these games. Yeah, that one's the lie. What's yeah. the seven instruments you can play? I play the button accordion, that's my main instrument, and then I play uh-huh. the tin whistle on piano bit of guitar harp and ukulele if you'd even count it but i count it anyway like tiny tiny guitar but like i take it anyway put it down as a seven <laughs> the tin whistle brings me back to like p6 when oh, i could not play absolutely like everybody everyone's first thing into irish music was always the tin whistle in school mm-hmm. it's great i know give my mom and dad so many headaches but sure <laughs> Before we get into today's topic, let's hear this week's good news story. This month, the £500 COVID-19 disruption payment will be issued to all eligible students. The payment will help relieve some of the challenges students currently face. More information regarding the payment can be found on the Ulster University's website under Students' Financial Support Package. So that's this week's good news about the disruption payment. So let's get straight into the topic about Irish traditions. So. Do you want to start by talking about the superstitions that we have, such as, you know, <laughs> this really weird one, but the magpie one uh-huh. about when you see, um, is it, I know people salute magpies, but there's also one about, 
if you see one of them it's bad luck and then you see two of them isn't it good luck yeah I think it is if you see two of them it's good luck it's so uh-huh. funny though you'd be walking and like you can't you like you see it and you know you're gonna look stupid I always wave at them anyway and it's just ridiculous I'm sitting waving at these magpies and people are like what are you doing I'm like no I need two <laughs> I see one and then I try to unsee it because <laughs> I don't I can't if I can't find another one like straight away I'm like right I kind of didn't yeah. see it I kind of didn't see it and then it just comes like closer and makes itself more obvious I'm like where is your friend <laughs> your friend yeah um Another one which I thought was crazy was, um, you know, hawthorn trees? Mm-hmm. Apparently they're fairy trees. And if you disturb them, you've got like years of bad luck. Mm-hmm. Did you know about that one? Yeah, I always see people talk about like, you know, the hawthorn trees that are in a field on their own, just get completely mm-hmm. isolated. They're meant to be mm-hmm. fairy trees. So anytime you drive past them, if I'm driving past one and I see one, you always think and be like, oh, is it actually? And like my sister's like a massive fairy believer. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. And she has these wee doors and stuff. Which oh. always goes on about the um so the fairy trees and she thinks it's just the best thing. I think she thinks she's a fairy, to be honest. It's just a bit like I think she's separated at birth. Oh, that's so lovely. Um even talking about when you think about, you know, Ireland, the first thing you, I mean, I first thing I normally think is I know that we've got all our sayings, but you always just think, do people think we just put potatoes with everything like we just literally survive off potatoes literally I feel like people do think that and even when people think about Ireland they'll be like oh what about potatoes and this and that and the other and then the more I think about it I'm like oh I really do eat potatoes all the time though like you know it's like I'm so stereotypically Irish what's your favorite potato based dish oh it has to be um my mum for Sunday dinner would make like uh like you know like garlic potatoes with like the Uh cream and stuff I got there oh best thing ever what's yours yeah oh Mm, garlic potatoes are like probably my favorite I just Mm. I'm an absolute like garlic freak like I love garlic (laughs) it's probably the worst thing because it smells but I love it so much um I say potatoes would have to be stew oh yeah because it's just like without potatoes it would be nothing so I feel like potatoes take such a like a main part of it yeah um I think it'd probably be my favorite mm-hmm. even when we're talking about you know greetings and stuff you know I was thinking about the other day even my sister said this to me um when she started like she started working with me for two years not last Christmas year, Christmas before she um got a wee job in the hotel that I work in and <laughs> she said to me one night after work and she actually brought it up, brought it up the other day again she's like see when people say you're all right does that mean they're just do you actually tell them if you're all right or do you do you, do you just say hi back yeah. and I often think about this too is that like I just always say um hiya back I yeah. don't ever say I don't ever answer it like yeah I'm grand how are you yeah no I'm so guilty of doing that if I see someone or if I'm like walking down the street next to someone I know I'm like oh well how are you but I'll not stop to hear their answer I'll no. just keep going like you know I think it's just like everybody does that and like you're right you never expect someone to go I'm, not, I'm all right I mean like I think I'm fine like you know you don't know. expect people to actually have a spark up a conversation from it I know because one time I did say like someone asked me and I first started working and I was like yeah I'm grand and then I turned around and the person was gone I was like you're not gonna wait for my answer um but then obviously uh they weren't really interested it was just like the new high mm-hmm. <laughs> what about superstitions have you got any superstitions of your own are you a superstitious person 
Um, not massively. I think maybe there'd be like things that I'm like, oh, I need to do. Mm-hmm. If I like, I know, especially before competitions, like for like for Irish traditional music, there's a thing called a fla, and you compete at um, just kind of the same way you compete in anything for like first, second, third, all the, all that kind of jazz. And anytime I'm competing, I always have these rosary beads, and I always have to like pace up and down outside the room where the competition is, and I'll just hold them, and I'll just walk up and down, and I, they're always like stuck out of my back pocket of my jeans or anything. Anytime mm-hmm. I'm playing, there's always like photos or videos of me playing, and you can see these beads hanging out of the back of my jeans, because I feel like I always need to have them there. And it's just, yeah, yeah, that would be like a super, I mean, I suppose, is that superstitious? I don't know. I think it could be. Because I think it's obviously nearly, you're like, thinking, you need to have this thing. Yeah. Otherwise, you otherwise, don't feel like you're going to do well. Perform as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I do have one. I think my mom especially has one with the new shoes on a table. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is with a woman. Like, I literally <laughs> could bring in a, like, <laughs> just set it there just because, you know, like, I'm moving something up. And she's like, get mm-hmm. the shoes off the table. <laughs> um, I think that's one, definitely. I think it's because now I've seen her do it now I'm starting to think you know what maybe if that is bad luck yeah. <laughs> and I just start to... or umbrellas open umbrellas up in the house mm-hmm. they're another one for bad luck but I don't really think I do have any I know people have ones with uh as a drains and stuff oh they like make, or like is manhole, manhole covers not yes. walking on them yeah yeah oh, I don't I don't think twice about it I just walk no. over it yeah. Um, or walking beneath ladders, that's another one. I don't know if I'm really a superstitious person, but I do like there's little things that aren't really common that I'd be like, if I don't do this, this is going to be, I'm not going to have like good luck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I guess it's not going to go right unless I have I have to do this. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a situation, but oh, yes, recently. So for Christmas, I got like this necklace, right? Mm-hmm. And mum dad got me it. And I was, what was I going on to do? Oh, I was doing like a careers thing, an interview. And I remember thinking to myself, I was sat down to go into the interview as a Zoom call. And I was like, the ne- I haven't got the necklace on. And I was like, I need to go get the necklace. And I didn't have time to put it on because it was really fiddly. <laughs> so I just held it the whole time. And I was like, if I don't have this necklace, it's not going to be good luck. Yeah. And I don't know why, because I literally only got it at Christmas. So I was like, I've been through this for through life, like, 20 years without this necklace I don't think things are going to change now yeah exactly <laughs> but I had it in my head I was like if I don't do this this is bad luck yeah um so I don't think I'm not superstitious but I'm definitely like maybe weird <laughs> just weird <laughs> um what about mythology did you know we actually have quite a bit of like mythology is it myths mythology here mm-hmm. in Ireland yeah I mean I know in primary school we had loads of we did loads of kind of um things about the myths and that kind of jazz we had i remember we had the we did the story about the whole salmon of knowledge and the whole like this is how bad i am i can't even remember who the person was who was cooking the salmon and thing and like it went onto his lip and he became like really smart or whatever but i remember we made this massive salmon and now i think about it it's crazy and it was like the size like the width of our classroom and it hit it hung at the back and it was this massive paper mache salmon and it was just ridiculous but i remember it was like part of our kind of learning about it um but yeah i remember doing that there and even like the giant's causeway and things like that like going on those school trips and hearing about the the stuff there yeah and finn mccool and things that are kind of associated with that i know i actually think my boyfriend thought finn mccool was called john mccool <laughs> and like i were going to it like two years ago with him he was like talking about john mccool and it's like 
Who's we have a laugh. Like it's it's been. How do you not know it's been more cool? Mm. You know, we were in primary school. You literally like read stories about it, and yeah. even you talking about that fish. I'm pretty sure we did because when I looked this up and I realized that that big fish in Belfast is like a sculpture, the salmon and orange, mm-hmm. and then you just mentioned it there. I'm nearly certain we did something similar yeah. of creating a fish. We've had to because as soon as you said that, I was like, I've definitely done something like that. But mm-hmm. I can barely remember what I did yesterday, so I'm not going to remember that <laughs> far back. <laughs> Do you think about Americans thinking that we're literally like leprechauns? I think sometimes they must genuinely think like we're like leprechauns. Oh, and then yeah. I'm, I'm ginger, so then when I say, I'm like, oh, they just... I'm just like <laughs> confirming that stereotype. Literally, I feel like they, I don't know, they have this, I feel like everybody though, well, with every, with any culture, but I think especially with Irish culture, because it's so massive and kind of all known around the world that everyone has these kind of, um, I suppose, just images or ideas of what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they kind of just think that we sit and eat spam and out of a tin and play Irish music and dance all the time it's like no not really we're like constantly drunk (laughs) oh literally it's so funny Uh, when we asked on instagram what was the first thing that comes to people's mind when they think of ireland when they think of ireland a lot of people were just saying always ready to party and good fun and that's literally like what our reputation is and you know what we'll take it (laughs) exactly yeah and i feel like if you're in a like if you're at a party or an event with people who aren't from ireland this happened so many times they kind of just assume that you're going to be the life of the party and then you're like oh mm-hmm. i have to live up to this expectation now where you're like oh god like people are just going to expect now that the party's going to be good there's an irish person here and you're like oh well we're not all like that <laughs> i know exactly and when you think of people who are kind of in the public eye who are like who are from ireland such as you know maura higgins she was obviously on love island mm-hmm. and like she was quite funny and like outspoken and going yeah. and i think that just like confirms that we're all oh, like yeah. that <laughs> it was like we're not all um but did you know bear grills was from ireland Listen, this is the weirdest I, thing to say i know because i remember um looking it up and i think he well he was born i think he was mm-hmm. born born in northern ireland or something i think he has like a dual nationality but i 100 percent hadn't a clue that he was from here didn't know that at all no i thought he was from australia or something yeah. i was like we're not that adventurous like no <laughs> like us folks don't take a risk that much like he's a whole new level I was like surely not but yeah (laughs) partly he is um what about music because you know we've got a lot of great bands coming from Ireland Mm -hmm. what is your favorite Irish band um oh so many I mean I can think of like Irish traditional bands loads there's Mm -hmm. loads of them that are brilliant um there's a band called Bioga who I mentioned about um, my accordion tutor touring with Ed Sheeran. That's the band that played with Ed Sheeran on Galway Girl and Nancy oh, Mulligan. Oh, yes, I should have asked about that. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they're from, well, like, majority of them are from Northern Ireland. And they're a really great band and they're doing a lot of really exciting things at the moment. And there's other ones such as Moxie and uh, the Olam and sort of really amazing bands. And then you think of just like, there's so much music coming out of Ireland anyway, not even traditional bands. Like there's Saint Sister here from Derry and they're just unbelievable. And loads like picture this as well. Like so many ones that are mm-hmm. coming from Ireland that have done amazing things and are like, you know, singing in Irish or singing in a Irish accent or playing Irish instruments like the harp and things like it's great. And it's 
shows like how it's so versatile it's not just traditional music you know it can be used in any genre so it's it's great I think in my opinion yeah it definitely is uh Westlife is probably one of the ones oh my goodness yeah that I like I'm not that big of like I don't I sort of just what music I like I sort of stay with it and I haven't really like ventured off more (laughs) you know what I mean like I'm not the biggest music person Mm-hmm. um but Westlife my mom literally is obsessed with them but they've always kind of been in playing in the car and yeah just they are they are great to be fair yeah my first concert was Westlife with my mom and my cousin and her mom I remember we were up in like you know like up at the rafters like up where the nosebleed section is like at the very very top mm-hmm. of um whatever the arena was called in Dublin at the time I think it's called the three arena now but whatever it was at the time and oh my god I still remember thinking it was the best thing ever and they were definitely on like do you know what those concerts when they have the platforms that like float and they go above the crowd I oh remember that god. there so clearly oh I would love to go I've never actually even been to see any concert in uh, the three arena in Dublin and it's always someone I wanted to go especially when um who was coming to it recently that was coming to I, I think of like concerts anymore that haven't been yeah, that's what I mean years. I'm trying to think back to like a year ago when I was yeah. thinking about this concert but I can't even remember it now um but yeah I would love to go there I'd say especially it'd be such like are we ever going to get that atmosphere back we hope so but exactly yeah I think it'd be on my bucket list oh river dance though I went to see just before lockdown last year oh uh, where did you go before. to it I went to Belfast, so I went to the SSE. Okay. Is it called SSE still? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was great. So it was honestly, it was great. I even talk, I think I talked about it in the entertainment episode as well. So I'm not going into too much detail, but yeah, I was nearly crying at some point. I was like, this is really emotional. Oh, it's amazing! Like I see, I've seen <laughs> Riverdance twice. I have like a Riverdance fan girl. It's just, it's amazing. I know. I really didn't think I'd be entertained for just as long I was like I know my mom liked it but I was like maybe I won't be able to like you'd be entertained for like this two hours but oh my goodness it was fantastic so it was mm-hmm. uh what about St Paddy's Day because St Paddy's Day is coming up and did you know that Japan sells stew in bars I think that's hilarious I mean I know Japan <laughs> have like they have the such a massive Irish culture in Japan it's so strange like I know at those flag competitions I was talking about that a load of Japanese musicians come over and compete oh, wow. in them and they do bands and stuff and they're unbelievable like they're so so good and you can't it's just like oh my goodness how how are you playing Irish music so well and you could have no Irish heritage at all you're literally from the other side of the world but like I can't believe I suppose they'd probably celebrate it nearly as much as we would sitting selling <laughs> stew and pubs and stuff that's crazy I know I always think though what does their stew look like you know is their stew going to be watery yeah. are they going to have the same amount of potato, yeah. potato to meat ratio like are you going to get it right <laughs> I know because it's even when you go to like you know France or Spain or whatever and you're in a supermarket and it's like normally there'd be like a whole aisle dedicated to potatoes and you guys have got like one time literally <laughs> surely in japan they don't have you know as much influence like potato potato doesn't have as much influence in japan i don't think mm-hmm. so i wonder what their stew looks like yeah <laughs> that'd be interesting um america i mean they go out and they dye the chicago river green oh yeah isn't it's that crazy, crazy? My auntie lives in Boston. I remember she used to always send photos over of like 
you know rivers dyed green or like things they have or like buildings lit up in green or like the massive parades they have on and stuff and it's just mental but i suppose like the amount of irish diaspora that's over in america like between immigration and stuff the amount of irish ones over there would be crazy i know i think they've really generally like out outdo us oh that's <laughs> really we <laughs> did hold on a second here um but i even found out that it's a hundred pounds of fluorescent dye they put into the river a hundred pounds of it oh my goodness isn't that a lot that's crazy. you always think about what happens for a wee fish like exactly. the, <laughs> wonder how long it stays. yeah wonder how long mm-hmm. it stays green for like is it i think it's a week <laughs> it's a week apparently until it washes out there you go i know isn't that crazy well, anyway, this year, uh, Sydney Opera House is lighting up green on the 17th of March for St. Paddy's Day. And the London has the Irish Film Festival online on YouTube and Facebook. So there's something there for everyone to get involved with, even if it's, exactly. you know, on the other side of the sea. Mm-hmm. When you're thinking about, you know, things you do in St. Paddy's Day, like what's your go-to thing to do to celebrate? Um, I think, well, I'd be the same as most like Irish musicians on St. Patrick's Day, you're doing gig after gig after gig after gig, and you're just jumping from one pub to the next uh-huh. doing like whatever thing you're getting paid for. And it's just, it's crazy. I remember like, well, I suppose last St. Patrick's Day was like, probably the first St. Patrick's Day in, geez, I'd say maybe like seven or eight years where I wasn't gigging or playing somewhere even in a parade or something like it was just you'd get up in the morning and you might go to mass or something and then you'd be going straight to a pub that might have you playing from like 12 to half one and then you might be in another pub then from half one to half three and then you might have a wee break and then you'd be in another pub for like an evening stint and then another one and it's just flat out the whole day so for me most of St. Patrick's Day isn't even celebrating or you know I could go out to the pub or anything it's just playing all day and like it's like the worst and best time of the year for mm-hmm. Irish musicians because you're like buzzed that you're out playing and like you're getting work and stuff but during it you're like oh my goodness I am so tired I can't feel my fingers anymore <laughs> it's just crazy that's like your version of Christmas time for hospitality workers <laughs> like that's oh, what literally. It is. exactly <laughs> that's so cool what that you can you know you're out playing in different pumps and all like that must be such a great experience mm-hmm. you know even if it is like all day but still like because you mean you're about entertaining everyone like you should give yourself a pat on back for that <laughs> <laughs> I mean it is still good crack as you can tell everyone's having like good fun mm-hmm. and especially on Spotify everyone's like just buzzed to hear trad and hear Irish music and people singing I have no whiskey in the jar on the whole spang you know people are happy enough to be here it's a great environment isn't it yeah exactly and you feel better about it when everyone's you know buzzing and kind of the place is hopping you feel a lot better performing then yeah doesn't it take sort of the what would you say the hard work out of it it just kind of seems effortless then like it's good fun it's good crack yeah exactly crack that's another word people (laughs) (laughs) crack when they hear that there's like what (laughs) Um, simish climbing simish is something that i probably do is like climbing so though i climbed so on sunday actually because this year i thought you know people's not going to have all the pubs to go to mm-hmm. so it's going to be a lot busier in st patrick's day and i thought you know what i'm just going to climb so much um sunday there and it was so busy so on st patrick's day goodness knows what it's going to be yeah. like mm-hmm. 
No, it would be crazy. I feel like everyone's going to try and be like doing things to kind of I don't know, make up for the fact that you can't go to parades or go places to hear music or something. Like you're just going to have to think of something to kind of replace it. I know. That's when we asked on Instagram literally what people was going to be doing on St. Patrick's Day and everyone was just talking about having drinks in the house and climbing the summit. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's in the same boat this year. Uh-huh. Hopefully by next year, but things we can get back to normal in that sense. Yeah, fingers crossed. Because it is, it's like a welcoming part. It kind of like brings everyone together. You know what I mean? Everybody has like a common cause for celebration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it's a nice environment they part off. Yeah. Um, so did you get any stories about the St. Patrick's Day stories? I have a few of my own <laughs> that are okay. hilarious. I, I always remember this one because this is just... Oh, it was such a stressful St. Patrick's Day. So it was one of those experiences where like I was playing in pubs the whole day and I think it was like the last stint. So I was at a pub that um just like one of the local pubs and we we're playing. All was fine, all was great. And I play the boron as well, so like big ground drum thing. And I sat it on the ground, like mm-hmm. face upwards. Don't know why I did that. So like the skin was like facing the ceiling. Ah, uh, yes. Uh-huh. And um a uh, person was walking past and obviously they were enjoying their St. Patrick's Day and were just very jolly and they like knocked over a pint that was sitting on a table and it smashed as it fell because it hit a wall smashed and all the glass went into the skin of my boron and there were just holes everywhere in the skin of it oh and I was goodness. like oh my god and it was just like trying everything you were either going to laugh or cry because i was like just in my head being like oh my goodness how much is going to cost me to reskin the boron and it was so stressful but thankfully it was all right but like you know i still had to get it reskin stuff but it's just i feel like everyone has a horror story about you know an instrument being stolen or an instrument being damaged or something happening in regards mm-hmm. to st patrick's day or when you're playing and someone comes up and they go like do you know breakfast at tiffany's and you're like on st patrick's day really <laughs> are you sure <laughs> like it's just ridiculous and i say they wouldn't leave you alone and keep coming up with the suggestions it's a like serious thing i know i feel like everybody has some type of thing and you always be like i don't know what don't know what and they're like yes you do I'm like no i don't <laughs> you know what it is i never thought they would have been that easy to like i mean that's too stupid like to think instruments but i thought they'd been a bit more Sturdy. I didn't think they could be that easy to break because I would never have thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I thought lately. it was fine. I thought it was fine. The amount of times I just kind of throw it into the back of the car and think nothing <laughs> of it, and it's fine. But like the one time where I need it and it just goes completely, just breaks. Can you do you get like extra skins that you could just put on it? I had like you have to bring it to someone who oh, makes more okay. on something, and they just kind of reskin it. Mm-hmm. So. It wasn't too bad. It was the oh, I have a new boron now, so it was an older one, so it was mm-hmm. it wasn't a massive deal. If it happened to the one I have now, I think I'd cry, like <laughs> properly cry, because it's like my pride and joy. You're definitely not throwing that one in a car. No. Nope. <laughs> um, some of the ones I got was memories of me and my friends dancing outside Kelly's cellars with New Zealand guys. So there we go, <laughs> New Zealand are over celebrating, and someone else said. My friend got thrown out of the Dirty Onion twice in St. Patrick's Day for drinking shots of tequila he brought in. Oh, no. How do you bring in shots of tequila? Like, surely I'm just bringing a bottle. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but... I uh, mean, I, 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 I admire, admire his, his optimism that he was going to get away. 
<laughs> we definitely do. That is all from us this week. Thank you so much for joining me, Moya. No problem. Thanks so much for having me. Next week, we're chatting all things students and arts. Make sure to follow The Student Show on Instagram and get involved with our stories too. In the meantime, take care. Bye. Bye.